Welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Jeff Brownson, and I'm your host. In addition to creating a new episode for you every other week, my full-time job is managing the Award Travel 101 Facebook group. That group is made up of over 60,000 people who travel the world using miles and points. Our group members not only love to learn about award travel, but they're happy to share, teach, and help others learn to travel the world on any budget. This podcast not only gets into the details of award travel and using miles and points, but it also takes a look at my life running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members as they travel the world. Before we get started, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by Fuel Rewards Pro. Drive a company car or rent a car for work? For a limited time only, get a personal sign-up bonus of $0.25 cents per gallon after your first work fill-up. Go to fuelrewards.com pro to register for a free Fuel Rewards Pro account today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. Before we get to our guest for the week, just a quick announcement. You may have noticed we were off for the past couple weeks. We've been restructuring things just a little bit, and we're going to switch over. Rather than doing a weekly podcast, we will be going bi-weekly from here on out. So every other week, you can expect some new episodes coming out from us. Actually, one new episode every other week. And that's what you need to know going forward. Now let's get right into it. Our guest today is Mark Osterman, who is the managing editor over at Miles to Memories. And we're going to talk about a variety of things with him. But let's get started by welcoming him to the show. Mark, welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I only had to beg and plead for uh, weeks on end to get on here. (laughs) It was. I think the the very first time we met, one of the first things you said to me was, hey, can I be on the podcast? And (laughs) it's been going from then on, right? Yeah, that and uh, see in Vegas, but uh, you backed out on that. So appreciate it. Well, you know, it's still I mean, it's still a couple of days away. I might show up. You never know. I need I, I don't know what I need to get me there. I need a, a different attitude from my wife, I think, to get me to Vegas. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> She's not thrilled with the idea of me uh, popping out and going there after so much travel this fall. But I can, I can understand that. She has a pretty busy weekend, so maybe she won't notice if I'm gone. Yeah, just like uh, prop up a pillow and uh Put a picture of your face there and pretend you're sleeping. Yeah, the dogs will will snuggle at night. She won't even she won't even miss me. It's just when it comes time to run the kids around, I think she may uh, notice that I'm not there. Yeah, that's all you're useful for. So I get it. <laughs> so let's uh, start out letting people who don't know you know a little bit about you. Um, a little bit of background of how you transitioned into the world of miles and points and how you how you got into this. I assume you didn't uh, leave college and originally start working in miles and points right away, but here you are full time doing it. So tell people how that happened. Yeah, so I started back in uh, right around 2011. We, uh, when my son was uh, born, we decided we wanted one parent to stay at home uh, full time. And I hated my job. The hours were long, six days a week type of thing. So and my wife is in the medical field, so better a chance for advancement and, and all of that. So I decided I was going to be the one to stay home. And we did that for a while, for a couple months. And then, you know, the baby sleeps a lot when they're first born. So I had some downtime and I started Googling things and just looking up stuff and found that you can make money by signing up for credit cards. So 
I made the mistake of the first one. I signed up for uh, the Chase Sapphire Preferred, and I cashed out those points for for five hundred dollars. Oh, and I thought no. it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I thought I was amazing. I said I made five hundred dollars today, and I didn't really do anything. And then uh, that kind of just opened it up. I'm like, well, what else can I get? What else can I do? And then I started to find blogs and and that type of thing that would tell me, you know, if you use them for travel, it's worth more. And I just I went in like a six month where every night I was reading for two three hours. You know, in the beginning. When you first get started. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's very similar to what I did. I was, I had sold a business and I was home with the kids for a couple of years when they were young and I had plenty of time to read when, well, not plenty of time because kids are a handful, but there, there are down times when you can read and uh, that's how I picked up miles and points and credit cards and all that stuff too. Yeah. So it's just the first six months, you're just like deep diving into it, reading nonstop and just absorbing anything you can which is it's a fun experience it's exhausting at the same time and you're just like give me more give me more so that's how it all started and i was doing that for a few years and then you know you get as you get going in it you you ramp up to reselling and gift card reselling and manufactured spending and all that stuff so it kind of just naturally progressed that way and i got more as i got more and more experienced and you eventually met more and more people going to events and, and started networking and started building a, a community of people. When did you start writing for Miles to Memories? Well, funny thing is I, I never went to any events. Oh, no? <laughs> no. I just I just naturally assumed you did. You did, you did all your networking online? No, I didn't really have any network. I just read uh, blogs and stuff and then, um, you know, found the Facebook groups like Award Travel 101 and then... Sean started one with Miles to Memory, so I got into that as well. And then um, it just kind of worked out that when he was looking for moderators for the Facebook group, I applied thinking, you know, maybe I'll get some more insight or if he ever needs help with something down the line, that could work out. And then when eventually he looked for more writers, I, I applied even though I had no history of writing or anything like that, which people were probably like, yeah, I can tell by the way when I read your stuff, but... <laughs> So uh, when I applied, he said, you know, I've seen what you do in the moderator group, I, moderating the group, and I know that you know your stuff, so let's give it a try. And it's it's kind of grown from there. So you're really here today because of a, a series of bad decisions by Sean, right? Yeah. Sean, Sean's bad decisions brought brought me to this point. So I got to meet yeah. you because of Sean's bad decisions, so that's awesome. That, that makes so much more sense now. Yeah, Sean's other bad decision was Bethany, of course. Uh, we were hired at the same time. so. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was a, a, a whole rash of bad decisions. That... Yeah. He went from, uh, you know, having one extra writer who was DGG to uh, he was looking to hire one more, but he liked us both so much they brought us both on at the same time, which was probably a mistake on his part, but it worked out all right. Yeah. And that's uh, Bethany Walsh over at Bougie Miles um that we're talking about now she's she has since left miles to memories and is out on her own but uh both you and her obviously very knowledgeable in the miles and points space we joke around that it was a bad choice for sean but he he has helped to produce uh two really great people who have a lot of knowledge and are definitely willing to share and help out uh people who are newer in the space yeah i can't uh, thank sean enough for the opportunity it's it's been amazing um, you know, you, you have the same type of thing, you know, working, uh, from home or working on the road, you, the flexibility you get from a job like this is pretty crazy. And, and writing off all the travel expenses is nice as well. Yeah, that's not too bad. I, I don't think I'm quite at the point where I can write off everything for the whole family, but, uh, we're getting close. 
Life now, helps. I wanted to I, I wanted to touch base on uh, a couple of things that you've written recently that I I don't want to say have caused conflict, but have caused a reaction like, whoa, what do you mean? What is what is this? Um, the first was a post you wrote, and we had talked a little bit about this um, when we were together, I think, here in D.C. for for CardCon and FinCon. Um and then you wrote up a post when you got back and you you got some hate for it and you got some love for it and but it was it was basically about um that that you were a little burned out with travel or when travel becomes too much um and how that can easily happen and you start neglecting other things and i just wanted to to touch base on that and see if you could kind of outline what that post was about or what, how, how you came to that realization and those feelings. Yeah. So it was, a. I was talking about kind of like almost like an, I feel like we in the smiles and points community have like an addiction to travel. Um, and, and it's not such a great thing. And I, I think people got upset that I used the word addiction. That was like the main thing that they had a uh, contention with, but it was basically about like this feeling that, um, you know, you go on a long trip or you go on a trip and while you're there, you, you're, you're staying up later, you're going, you're walking a ton, you're seeing a whole bunch of things. You have time zone changes, flights that dehydrate you, all this stuff builds up to by the end of the trip, you kind of feel exhausted and you, and you go home and you're like, wow, I kind of need a vacation from my vacation. Cause I, I don't feel relaxed at all. And all that type of feeling. And you're like, ah, I'm going to take a break for a while. And I'm not going to travel, you know, I'm going to take like a month off or, or whatever. And then three days later, you're like, oh, I'm really itching to find that next trip, you know, something to look forward yeah, to. There's, there's a mistake <laughs> fare that comes up, but you can only fly it two days later. Or yeah. or, or you get a $6 trip to Arby's and you just do it. Or, I mean, to Hawaii from Arby's. To and Hawaii you, from Arby's. Yeah. yeah. And you do it even though it was sandwiched in between two trips you already had, but you can't turn it down. So you hop on that flight for 30 some hours round trip in a two day period. Um, so it just yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. It's similar to what I, I mean, I'm sitting here and we're joking around about me going to Vegas, but if, if the price drops and there's a decent flight to Vegas in two days, I'm probably getting on it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So even that, though I should be home, I'm sitting here at my desk and I have a, a pile of unopened mail and I have, um, I, I know that I need to pay bills today because the one that's on top of the stack is due today. So if I don't pay bills today, <laughs> then I'm going to be in trouble. So if I were to hop on a plane today and leave those sitting there, I'd start paying interest charges and paying, I don't know, they'd shut my water off and who knows what else, but I, I need to get those paid. Uh, I just need to wait for the rain. You don't need water. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we actually, we woke up this morning. We had very low water pressure. My wife was like, uh, what's wrong with the water? And I said, I don't know, but I hope it's not just our house. I hope it's like a, a bigger thing so that it doesn't cost <laughs> yeah. me money to fix. <laughs> and I hope it's not because I didn't pay that bill yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, well, no, I know that's when that one's due in a couple of weeks. So I'll get that paid today. <laughs> oh, we're good then. Yeah. And you had mentioned specifically when, when you're gone so much, um, uh, for people who don't know, you have a family at home. It's not just you. Um, you have a house to take care of. And you had mentioned a couple of times your, your yard just looked horrible because you weren't there to do anything with it. Yeah. There, you know, yeah. Every year you start the, the spring and you have all these, uh, things you want to tackle to make your yard look better. Like I have a flower bed that I've needed to finish for an entire summer, but basically all summer I was gone somewhere. So maybe I'd have like a weekend here or there and you'd use those to kind of just like 
recharge. Um, but out of the 12 weeks, I might have been home for three of them, three, four of them. So it doesn't really give you a lot of time to catch up on all that stuff. And anytime I was home, I'd just be cutting the grass or doing the normal maintenance and you're not getting that stuff done that you need to do. And then that stress just wears on me when, you know, you are at home and you're trying to catch up on other stuff and you're looking out the window and going, man, I still got to finish that. And then yeah, uh, my, yeah, my wife said to me at the beginning of the summer, we really want to redo our backyard and do some landscape. And she's like, oh, we should tackle that this summer. And I said, we're going to be in France for a month and South Africa for two weeks. It's like it would just be a, a huge waste to do that for this summer and then have to clean it up and redo it all again next summer. Yeah, um, exactly. So our backyard is a, a huge mess, similar to <laughs> I think what you're dealing with. Hey, you're making me feel better, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just you, but, um, it can, like you said, it can lead to things backing up at home. It can lead to exhaustion. Um, but there is that mentality in this space, uh, from those of us who are, are teaching people how to do it. Also from the new people, they see us traveling and they think, Oh, I have to get on that next trip. I have to get on that next trip. I have to get on that next trip. And sometimes you need to be able to say, no, I don't want to take that next trip. I need exactly, to stay home. Yeah. I need to get reset. Um, we went back to school. Well, I didn't go back to school, but the rest of my family went back to school this year. And everyone knows that we travel a lot and they had seen our vacations. And my wife came home the first week and said, everyone's asking when my next trip is. And we don't have one planned. <laughs> no. And I was like, Losing well, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy summer. And uh, we do have a, a trip to Aruba and, uh, Bogota planned for Thanksgiving now. And I don't know, we'll probably end up with something for Christmas and we're looking at maybe doing Greece for spring break. So we'll, we'll get there, but we just hadn't booked anything because we were traveling so much, but the thought of being home was great. And then those couple first couple of questions came in and she was like, Oh, we need to go somewhere. I was like, yes, yeah, yes, we do. Yeah. And I think uh, part of the, part of the problem is too, like we're always sharing in this uh, group, you know, sharing our booking, sharing our redemptions sharing the places we've stayed. And I think that creates a feeling that, Oh, like I have to keep up with the Joneses and it's, you know, just take a, t take a step back. And if you don't really want to go there, don't go there. You know, it's not, there's no uh, problem with taking a few months off and not traveling six months, whatever it is. If you have stuff to take care of, take care of it. I just, that post was mainly to give people like a thing to say, you know, you don't have to travel just to travel. Like it's okay to take a break and recharge your batteries at home. You're not like a worthless miles and points person if you do that. So that's kind of where it came from. Yeah. And if you, if you spend one holiday at home or you spend one summer where you just do a couple of little local weekend trips, that doesn't make you a terrible person. That makes you it's yeah, you're, wonderful. You're, it's, <laughs> it makes you more normal, I think, is what it does. Yeah, like people um, think if you do uh, like a staycation, almost like a road trip, that you're going to lose your cultural, uh, you know, you're going to lose that experience and become less of a person. But that's not the truth. So Yeah, and you mentioned this kind of ties in with the next thing that I wanted to talk about. You mentioned the, that you kind of want to keep up with the Joneses and you want to, you see everybody going all these places and you want to go those places. And part of that is... Not even just that I have to keep up mentality. It's that you see how beautiful these different destinations are. You see how what amazing experiences people are having, and you want to do that too. And you, I know my list of places to go and things to do gets longer every day because I see where people are and I say, "Wow, that looks cool," and 
there was one this morning and I don't even remember where it was in Mexico. Someone I follow on Instagram was in Mexico at these this river and you could swim and the water was warm. And, and I thought, and I need to go there. And I probably <laughs> yeah. will contact her after this and say, hey, where exactly were you? And How do I get there? I need to go there. And it's uh, it, there's a big problem with uh, FOMO or fear of missing out that is in this space and in tra- travel in general. And you wrote another post the other day about the the FOMO of missing some of these great deals because we see things, whether it's a, a great purchase deal with a credit card or whether it's a, a mistake rate on an airline or a super special sale that you can't take advantage of. And there are a couple that came to mind um, for me recently that I had a really hard time with not being able to book. Um, what was the one that kind of triggered that post that you wanted to write about it was mainly the uh, american airlines uh 10,000 round trip or 12,000 depending on what how early on in you're booking it from la to either new zealand or australia and that kind of got it rolling that i was like oh those are both on my bucket list you know and this is like the cheapest thing possible but it just you know with these type of deals it's always like you have to book it now and it's usually travel within a couple months instead of like a year out where you can plan for it. So that makes it tough. And it's during the school year and my wife would have to deal with all the kids and it'd be like, a, I'd have to fly to LA first, which is, you know, a five hour flight and then fly 12 hours, 13 hours, whatever it is to New Zealand, all in economy and then fly back and it'd be a quick turnaround. I'd only have a couple days on the ground. Is it really worth it at that point? you know, the, the deal is driving it. Cause we're such bargain hunters that if anything yeah, is really such a good deal, you yeah, have to do it. Yeah. If it's a really great deal, you're like, Oh, just book it. Cause it's a great deal. Who cares? It's only 10,000 miles. Why wouldn't I do it? So I had to pass on that. And then Hawaii was another one that was for 10,000 round trip from LA. And we had actually just booked for our 15 year anniversary. We we're going there that next summer. And I said, well, we can take the whole family there for Christmas. Let's do it. And she's like, my wife looks at me. She's like, I thought you promised to do let's travel. Isn't that what you wrote? No, you got me. <laughs> she she nailed me down. So, but it would only be ten thousand miles apiece. <laughs> yeah. Forty thousand yeah, miles I, for a whole family to go. That's amazing. I struggled with that with the New Zealand one because we were just in Australia for Christmas and New Year's last year, but we couldn't fit New Zealand into that trip. And I was like, well, when can we do this? But it was only. I think it was January, February was where there were, or February or March was where most of the availability was. And I right now have a weekend trip scheduled in January, a weekend trip scheduled in February. Um, we're going to do a, a little conference at the end of February. We have spring break in April. And I was like, yeah, I can fit New Zealand in there. That'll be no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how we all think. And then, my wife was like, I can't take any more time off because she's taken an extra. She's a teacher, so her time off is limited. Um, but she's taken an extra three days at Thanksgiving because really because we're ridiculous, because <laughs> rather than just go to Aruba like a normal person would, we are going through Colombia because if we go to <laughs> Colombia for a couple of nights, then everyone in our family made it to six continents this year. Oh, so we geez. had to get South America somewhere. <laughs> and that was just a, that's, I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, both yeah, of these things, exactly. but both my wife and myself and even my kids were like, well, yeah, we have to do that. <laughs> we have to go to South America. 
but yeah. we also wanted an island destination and some some swimming and snorkeling and my older son is uh, scuba certified now my younger son is going to do the the first steps of that while we're in Aruba we want to be underwater somewhere um so we just you know we'll stop for a couple of days in Colombia and then we'll go to Aruba like we planned to do uh, but she's taking three extra days for that. And we didn't know what we were going to do around Christmas. And I, I was like, can we go to New Zealand? And she was like, I can't take a week off and go to New Zealand. And I was like, can I go to New Zealand? <laughs> yeah. It's like daggers shot out of her eyes. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, no, you cannot go to New Zealand. And I was like, okay. And then I was just sitting there looking at it because I, I couldn't make any of the dates work, but I couldn't stop looking at it. And then exactly. the Hawaii thing came up. So yeah. I started looking at that. And then I saw somewhere that it also worked out at Dallas, out of DFW. And I was like, well, maybe those dates are different. And I started <laughs> looking at that. And it, But no, it was all the same. And I probably spent three or four hours looking at those flights and piecing them together for things that I couldn't actually even, take. Even though you knew you probably were never going to go. Like, yeah, I knew it wasn't. I want to find. It I knew from the get go when I when I saw the dates it was available. I was like, oh, I don't think I can make that work. Let me look at it for hours and see if yeah, I can. Exactly the wormhole you dive down looking for flights and stuff of uh, of trips you're never going to book. You know, hours wasted. But that's kind of like our hobby. We enjoy doing it, like the drive of it and the the like finding the gold at the end of the rainbow. Like, oh, I found it. Yes. I made it work. Yeah, and that's I, I think that's how uh Spencer Howard over at uh Straight to the Points he does the the newsletter. That newsletter came about because he spent so much time looking for flights, he naturally found when there were premium class multiple seats available and he was like, I should tell people about this. Yeah. So he started this newsletter, but it wasn't like he he decided to do newsletter and then started doing searches. He just naturally was finding these things and he was like, Oh, I could write that up. So he, now he writes it up and he has a newsletter and it's great. And I know I mean, it's crazy you, how things start like that, you know, something you're doing on your own that you enjoy and then you turn it into something more that helps other people. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if, especially if we can help people or, who are new at this and who are getting into the hobby, get out and see more of the world. We're, we're talking from, a, I guess, an advanced perspective where we've been traveling for years and we... Uh, that's where some of the blowback came when people are like, oh, too many trips. You guys are spoiled. This is ridiculous. And it's uh, compared to someone who takes one vacation a year. Yeah, it does sound very ridiculous, but it's a word at a different place in life where we're traveling a lot. And sometimes you do need that perspective and you need to say, I can miss out on that deal or I cannot do that or I need to stay home for a few weeks. And Having said that, and I, I completely agree with with both of those posts, let's now transition into um, let's talk about the best trip that you've ever redeemed points for so we can <laughs> give people some FOMO and make <laughs> make people add something else to their list and the place they want to travel. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to I'm going to start it off with something a little bit uh, different than normal because it's not like, you know, usually when this question comes out, it's an aspirational trip that everybody talks about or, you know, I went to this amazing place, but. Uh, one of the the redemptions I cherish cherish most um, actually came out early on. Uh, my wife's grandma had passed away, and she lives in a small town and or lived in a small town in Wisconsin. And just the way we had two young kids, so we weren't gonna be able to make the trip out there for it. My wife had work uh, schedule things that she couldn't get the time off, so we had to kind of cram it in. And the drive there would be like twelve hours or whatever. So I'm like, well, let me see flights. And we can find this small town called Brian Lander, Wisconsin, that has an airport that 
the TSA doesn't open. They have two flights a day out of it. And the TSA doesn't open until like 20 minutes before the flight. So it's like a bizarre little place. And I looked at flights and they were a $1,000 ticket, just economy from Detroit to, I think it went to Minneapolis and the Minneapolis to uh, Rhinelander. And the flights were a $1,000. $1, so I'm like, well, we can't afford to do that. You know, right now I wasn't, I wasn't working at all. And, and we had just had a, a, our daughter. So we had to take, she had to take time off for that. Um, but I found, I, I did a search on Delta and it was only 25,000 sky miles, which I don't know why Delta was being generous on that flight, but a four uh, cents per sky mile redemption is pretty crazy, especially when you're talking domestic economy. So that's one of yeah. one of the, the uh, better redemptions I've done as far as like the most useful thing it got her to see her family at a time that they needed her to be there. And it wouldn't have been able, wouldn't have been possible without miles and points. So that's a pretty cool one. Yeah, and that's the the opposite end of what you hear about most of the time. But we get it. We get requests in the group of people asking um, how they can get to places when there's a, a medical emergency or when there's a, an emergency with a house that our relatives need help due to some natural disaster or a variety of things. Um, it's the less glamorous side of miles and points, but possibly even a, a more important reason to have them because it can save you a ton of money when you need those last minute or need those important flights uh, to have those American miles or United miles or Delta miles just sitting around so that you can, you can book that when you need to is just a hugely valuable thing. Um, it's not pretty like the Maldives. It's not uh, <laughs> amazing like the Galapagos, yeah. but it's, it's one of those things that you need to do sometimes. And it's yeah. important to have them ready to do that. Yeah, I mean, even like this weekend, I'm I'm supposed to fly to Vegas on Saturday, but I just realized my flight time that I land is pretty close to the beginning. of We're doing a reader appreciation thing on Saturday for Miles and Memories. It's pretty close to when it starts, and if there's any delays, it might be an issue. So now I'm scrambling to find flights on Friday, and everything's like $300 plus, but I just found a uh, flight I can book with United or on United, but using Life Miles to avoid that uh, $75 close-in checking fee for 12,500 points using uh, life miles. So just having like different currencies can help, help save the day, especially when it's like a scramble last minute type of thing. So, and now I'm sad that you actually told me that because now I can look at United too, because I also have life miles. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got to check it. Cause life, uh, United for no, some reason, no, maybe <laughs> last minute, they always open up good uh, award space, like in, within the last week. So you, you're definitely going to need to check that after you get done with this. <laughs> yeah, that's good. that'll be that'll be nice. My wife will come home and I'll be like, "Oh, remember how I was going to go to Vegas?" <laughs> you know, Mark told me I had to go. I'll blame it fully on you. Yeah. I'll tell her to to send you messages and and come after you. There you go. I'll buy her beer and uh, when she's in New Orleans with us. Yeah, well, that wouldn't work that well for two reasons. One, um, she doesn't like beer. Uh, and boo. Two, <laughs> we couldn't make that work because she's at the conference all the way through Friday night late. So she's not oh, coming to New Orleans. <laughs> so, uh, but let's let's talk about New Orleans okay. briefly. I, I spilled the beans a little bit. Uh, yeah, I saw on, that. Thanks for the heads our, up on that. <laughs> in our chat on Tuesday. <laughs> Um, so we do an award travel 101 every Tuesday night. We do an hour long quick fire question and answer session. And I'm there right, most of the time. Um, my moderators are there. 
and any kind of questions you have about travel, about miles, about points, about credit cards, anything like that, you can ask in, in those one hour things. And sometimes towards the end of the hour, it gets a little bit slow. So last night, I thought I would drop a little information in there that would surprise people. And um, that is that on February 8th in New Orleans, we're going to be doing an, a, a meetup. Uh, it's going to be an afternoon happy hour type thing at a, a brewery. I won't say which one quite yet, um, but it's going to be hosted by Award Travel 101. And Mark will be there from Miles to Memories. And um, possibly Derek Sean will be there. Possibly Sean. Oh, too. Possibly Sean also. Um, I know a couple of my moderators are going to make the trip down. Um, I know Bethany from Bougie Miles will, we mentioned her before, she will be helping to host that. And Derek from Travel on Points will also be hosting it. So there's a whole bunch of us hosting. We're hoping to get a decent crowd in there for that. Um, I'm very excited about the trip. And this happened in Chicago. You were like, I'm going to New Orleans. And a whole bunch of us said, yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it started in like, a, I do a Detroit meetup like once a month where we get like 10 to 15 people together and just have dinner and drinks and talk miles and points. So it kind of just like came up at the table there. I'm like, hey, let's all go to New Orleans. And they're like, okay, so I got a couple of people on board. And then in Chicago, I was like, I'm going to recruit some more people. And then it, it grew from there. So it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, so if you end up at that meetup, like I said, we'll we'll be getting more details about that out soon and have tickets available not too long here. Um, but if you end up at that meetup and you enjoy your time there, make sure to find Mark and say thank you because this whole thing started because of him. And he was he was talking to Derek and myself and Bethany at, in Chicago and was like, you guys need to come to New Orleans. And we we're like, we can't do that. That's ridiculous. And then I think Derek had flights booked yeah. before we left. His wife booked, he, uh, his wife booked him like that night. Oh yeah, she she wasn't there for the weekend, but he mentioned it to her, and then he he got a message, and he was like, "Oh yeah, so we're booked down there for that weekend." And I was like, "Well, oh, I guess awesome. I gotta go." So, <laughs> yeah. So we thought, well, as long as we're all down there, we'll we'll have a meetup, and we'll uh, try and meet some of the readers, and meet some of the listeners, and meet some of the fun people. And it's the the first weekend of the bigger parades for Mardi Gras. It's a couple of weeks before Mardi Gras, but they do have some of the large parades that weekend. So if you've never been in New Orleans for that kind of thing, it's it's a crazy fun time. And of course, great jazz and great beignets and po'boys and so much good food. Yeah, I was so excited when you found that. I didn't I hadn't even realized that it was the uh, opening weekend of the parades because I've never been to them. Been to New Orleans probably three, four times, but never been for the parades. And you're like, I think that's the the starting weekend. And now I'm super pumped for it. <laughs> yeah, because Chrissy and I went down a few years ago, we went, um, and we specifically timed it to get there for some parades, but not be there for Mardi Gras, because we thought that would be way too crowded and crazy. Um, which is odd for me to say something like that, because <laughs> I go to things like Oktoberfest, yeah. and, uh, Carnival and Columbia. And, um, but we were trying to do the slightly calmer version. So then when we booked this, I was like, Ooh, I think this is the same time. And so it'll, it'll be a great time. If, if you can make it down, anyone can make it down for the, the new Orleans meetup. It'll just be a couple hours of meetup and uh, a whole weekend of fun. Oh yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I wish it was February already. <laughs> Absolutely. So before we close up here, let's uh, let people know where they can find you. If, if they've listened to the whole episode, honestly, and they can't find you by now, I, they're not paying attention very well, but let's, let's sum up for the people who skipped right to the end. Um, 
and let them know where they can find you personally, professionally, social media, whatever, wherever, however they want to reach out to you. And thank you for making New Orleans happen. Yeah. So uh, you can find me on Miles to Memories, of course, uh, if you comment on, on any of the articles there. Um, I'll see it. So you can reach out to me there on Facebook. I'm in the award travel one-on-one group. I'm also in the miles to memories Facebook group. So either of those, I know we have a lot of crossover people in both groups, so you can catch me there. And then we have the miles to memories podcast each week too. So if you, if you, uh, if my voice didn't annoy you too much and you want to listen to that, that'd be great too. And we'll, we'll link up to all that in the show notes so that you can find it and you can, uh, get over to to whatever way that you want to find them um it is a another great podcast for you to listen to uh talking about travel and and the miles and points space so uh add that to your list and i guess that about does it for this episode thank you mark so much for this uh very last minute uh jumping in we're recording uh, today on wednesday it's going to air tomorrow so it was something we needed to squeeze in here to get back on track with the award travel 101 podcast but thanks so much for being here today it was uh, great chatting with you hey appreciate you having me hopefully i didn't mess up too much so there's not too much editing for you to do No, I think it, it actually went pretty smoothly. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I may be cursing you later today as I as I'm going through this, but uh, on first run, it sounded pretty good. So thanks, and we'll talk soon. All right, see ya. Well, I hope you enjoyed that brief conversation with Mark Osterman of Miles to Memories. Mark and I just met in person a couple months ago, but our common love of miles, points, credit cards, and everything travel-related has made us into great friends already. If you liked what you heard on the Award Travel 101 podcast, make sure you're subscribed so you can get each of our episodes as it comes out. Also, tell your friends and family about the show so that they can subscribe too. Finally, on your favorite listening platform, please stop by and leave us a rating or review. That'll help others find our show. Until next time, safe travels, and we hope to see you out there traveling the world.